Blog Talk Radio. The True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast is now on the air. Yaqwa's Radio, Yaqwa's Ministry. I'll be your host. My name, your fear, Israel. I'll see right. Call revealing the number of the beast, 666, the son of perdition. And we will get right into the broadcast because we are... got to cover a lot of things based upon numbers so we know the international side is ready to go and we're going to see who all in the room ready to go and who coming on stage I see Brother Titus Israel coming on stage so, and we know he coming peacefully to hollering that microphone so let's find the young line we'll get, we'll get it going on 
Y'all lying, tribe of y'all God Judah. Coming out of Camp One. Up and coming teach out of Camp One. Yahweh built you there, Brother Titus Israel. And Yahweh bless you there. Well, all I heard, all I heard was Yahweh bless you there. That's all I heard. Is there any more left for that? Young line? Um, young line, I, I didn't hear nothing. Uh, it was definitely something um, fell on your end or mine. I don't know. So what we do, we just pause for a minute to the young line reboot itself and come back in. So young line reboot, reboot yourself and come back in and and we'll try it again there, young man. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, we're back again, and, and the young lion on reboot himself. So now we're going to bring the young lion back in again and see if he's ready to go. and. And we'll bring Mother E in and recognize Mother E is ready to go. And that's, that's that warrior in her. So, um, y'all lying, brother. Try this. Yaqua BJFC Royal. Yaqua, bless you there. Fear Israel. Oh, see Royal. Hallelujah, Yaqua. All right. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Okay. I see you got it going on. Now you ready to go. So we want to. Take care of some good business and, um, you know, mother being up on the weather for a couple of days. Mother is a fighter. 
So we're going we're gonna to bring Mother E in and see if she's ready to harm that microphone and find out how you feel it, Mother Mother E. How you feel it is, is you up the snub? Mother E, try me out God Judah, one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Welcome back to the broadcast there, Mother E. Come on. Now, God bless you, Israel. I'll see you, Roy. Hallelujah. Let a couple of days get that passing, 
on the way. She got to make a quick run, so she's she 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 be in a little bit. Might buy or sell, save he that had the mark 
or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Verse 18. Verse 18. Verse 18. His wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. What is the number of a man? And his number is six hundred three scores and six. Well, you, well, you, you, you didn't, you didn't read that properly, that young line. Read that again. Take your time. We, no big hair. We kind of laid his in for the six anointed camp to have it down pat, but you kind of read too fast and you stumbled up on one word that you throw the whole uh, part eighteen, verse eighteen off. Take your time and read that verse eighteen again. Revelation chapter 13, verse 18 reads, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. What is the number of a man? And his number is six hundred, three score and six. Mm-hmm. He says now, or it is the number of a man. A man means a system that means a mm-hmm. a race of people. A man. And mm-hmm. number is six hundred and three scores and six. Six 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 three times. So we go we gonna we gonna understand this in the ninth lesson. We don't understand what do the words three and seven mean to really kind of get a clear understanding what do three and seven mean. So, uh, uh, mother, mother, I want to run to First Samuel chapter three. Mother, I want to run to First Samuel chapter three and pick it around by verse number four. Can we get some pictures on something? First Samuel three verse four. And mother, take your time. We're gonna examine something in First Samuel three verse four. Okay. First Samuel chapter three verse four. First Samuel. Chapter 3, verse 4. Verse 4 reads, The Yahweh called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. So, Yahweh called Samuel, and that's another thing why you be clear. When Yahweh called you or there's a message for you, you have to make sure you give him your devoted attention about Samuel. Here am I. That means you're giving Yahweh your devoted attention. Okay, I'm going to learn from out of this. So whenever you want Yahweh to send a message to you, you have to make sure you, where you ain't let nothing derail you. Here am I. Verse 5, mother. Verse 5. Verse 5 reads, And he ran unto Eli and said, 
Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I call not, lie down again. And he went and lied down. Good. Good. Verse 6. Verse 6. And the Yahweh called yet again Samuel. And Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thus did it call me. And he answered, I call not, my son, lie down again. He'll call him the second time. Go ahead. Right. 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 Now Samuel did not yet know the Yahweh, neither was the word of the Yahweh yet revealed unto him. Verse 8. And the Yahweh okay. called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, here am I, for thus did it call me. And Eli proceeded that the Yahweh had called the child. Uh-huh. Verse 9. Okay, now watch Verse 9. Verse 9. Therefore Eli said unto Sam, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he called thee, if he called thee, that thou shouldest say, Speak, Yahweh, for thy servant hear it. So Samuel went and lied down in his place. Now, Eli, now Eli was the fear. Eli is the man of hour at that time. So there's mm-hmm. a there. So when something is said to you three times, see, Samuel, Eli knew they were said to him three times. So he knew mm-hmm. that some serious. He said, hey, Yahweh is trying to reach you. So he knew one thing. He told him go lay, lay down the first time, the second time, the third time. He said, wait a minute. He knew what that means. So sometimes mm-hmm. you be doing something, and you might be doing something right. You might be doing something wrong. But with, when and with also you say, you know, you start thinking, wait a minute, what's going on here? So when when Yahweh brings it back to your attention again the third time, it's for you to check yourself before you correct yourself. If, he, if all of a sudden you said, it came back to you again. Hmm. I wonder what this, it came back to you again. It's time mm-hmm. to get information. So sometimes you might catch something come to you three times. Don't mm-hmm. ignore it the third time. Go find out from a knowing leadership. What does this mean? What does this mean? Because it, I, I remember it. It got away from me, but it came back to me again. Good stuff. So remember, see this number three, number seven. Both of these is the complete. Three is to get your attention. Seven means what? Uh, Marie, what do seven mean? We're going to Revelation 6, 16, 17, 17 out of verse 20. Now we know three is very serious, but now what about seven? So we look at these numbers three and seven. Because when we go in this lesson, we're going to stick with following this broadcast based upon numbers three and seven. Well, there's a reason because we got to lay this foundation down. Because when you see these things and when you see anything that's not pertaining to three and seven, then you know it's not complete. 
He still got work to be done, if it to be done anything to it. We're going to end time prophecy, Mother E, in the 16th chapter, verse 17, out of verse 20. Amen. Chapter 16, verse 17 to 20. Revelation chapter 16, verse 17. And the seventh angel poured out his veil unto the earth, unto the air. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. 18. And there were voices and thunder, and lightning, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were, since men were up on the earth. So, mm-hmm. so might an earthquake and a great, so might so an earthquake and a and so great verse 19 and the great city was divided into three parts and the city of the nation fell and and great babylon came in remembering before yahweh to give unto her the cup of the wine of the of her fairness of his wrath Verse 20, and every island flee away, and the mountains were not found. Uh-huh. Read, read verse 17 again, Mother. Revelation chapter 16, verse 17. And the seventh angel poured out his veil into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying it is done. So the word the letter seven means what again? Uh young line, what what do what do the word seven mean? When according to the Bible the last three words in the book, take a deep breath, and that verse number seventeen before you respond, the last three verses, when you read about seven, it means what? It is done. It is done. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's toleration is over with. So if you didn't get yourself right, and that's why I tell you now, young man, let's go to Genesis 2, verse 3. So now, when we read Genesis 2, verse 3, what is what it mean? Genesis two verse three. Read it out in your line. Yes, sir. I'm going to go to the Genesis. First book of the law, Genesis chapter two, verse three. Genesis chapter two, verse three. And Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which Yahweh created and made. Mm-hmm. So he blessed the seventh day, and, and what become the iron seventh day? It is done. It is done. That's it. That's 
So that's it. So it ain't no other day. It's the last day. The seventh day, that's it. It, it is God. That's it. That's it. So if you're not if you if you're not doing this day, it's not done. You gotta do Yaquan's business on the day it is done, the Sabbath day. That's why he'll he'll go out of his way to get your attention. Come on, y'all now we're going to St. John twenty one, fourteen down to verse seventeen. Listen good. So so now listen. Those that's gonna be gonna teach this day. Because everything is falling in line according to Yahweh. The temple, this right here. The left side, bacon. Right side, bacon. Back is bacon. Front is bacon. What do this mean? What do it mean? It means now... Oh, that's one we hear that young man. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 4 and 5. What's his name? We're going to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Yes, sir. We're going to the book of Jeremiah to see it, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 read. When the word of Yahweh came up to me, saying, verse 5, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you come forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a fear unto the nation. Uh, okay. All right, let's get down. Yeah, get down to verse number 10. Get down to verse 10. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10. See, I have this day set you over the nation and over the kingdoms to to root out and to pull down. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, young man. He set you over the nation to do what again? Over the kingdom. Say it again, Molly. Molly. Hold on, hold on, y'all. Take a deep breath. Molly, go on, Kate. Go ahead, Molly. To root out. To root out. To root out. You you sit over the nation to root it out. You got to root it out. You sit over the nation to root it out. North, east, south, west. It's been rooted out. Go ahead. Rooted out. Root it out. And to pull down. Everything's been pulled out. North of the temple, south of the temple, west, east. It's all been pulled out. Go ahead. And to destroy. And to destroy. Go ahead. And to throw down. And to throw down, go ahead. To build. And to build. So that's where we are right now. Now it's time to build. We got it all now. Now the next move is time to build. That's why we have to make sure we clear about what these numbers mean. Three, 
and we got to be clear what these numbers mean based upon seven. Seven is to get your attention. It's over. Three is to get your attention to start thinking. Now let's go to that 21, verse 14 down to verse 17. Take your time there, young lion. Revelation 21, All right. 14, 9, verse 17. I said Revelation. Well, John. Here we go. Here we go. 14 to 17. All right. John, chapter 21, verse 14 to 17. John, chapter 21, verse 14. This is now the third time that Yahweh the Son showed himself. To his disciples, at the death, he was risen from the dead. Verse 15. So when they had died, Yahweh the Son said to Simon, Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest you me more than these? He said it to him, Yeah, Yahweh, you know it, that I love you. And he said unto him, Be my lamb. Verse 16, he said to him again, the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest you me? He said to him, yeah, Yahweh, you know that I love you. And he said to him, feed my sheep. Verse 17, he said to him, the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest you me? Peter was grieved because he said it to him the third time, Love as you meet. And he said unto him, Yahweh, you know it, all things. You know that I love you. Yahweh the Son said it to him, Be my sheep. Yeah, so Yahweh, so Peter knew when Yahweh said to him the third time, he knew Yahweh was serious. And that is a sign of serious completion. So it's just like back in the day when your mama or your daddy would tell you something, hey, boy, stop that. Hey, boy, stop that. Now, I may tell you a third time, you know, a fifth coming. Something comes behind the third time. And, and everybody mother eat. Wait. Right. Yeah, that third time, you know. That's right. If you don't understand the first two times, I, I tell you what, I'll be the put some on you to make you understand. I'll tell you, stop reaching up there. And you start oh. reaching up there until it's right. Now the third time, I'm going to put some on you. Now you want to stand the third time, see. Three in the Bible is serious conversation. When you tell somebody from the third time, they both are automatic, stopping their tracks.
So we see in the Bible three. If I tell you something the third time, look out. But if the seventh time hits you, it's too late. It's over. That's it. That is completion. Seven is completion. Three is very serious. Now, this, now we're going to use Paul, for example. Let's see what Paul said. We go on to Second Corinthians there, young line. 12, verse 6 and 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6 and 7. Listen, listen to this. All right, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6 and 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6. For though I would desire to glory, I should not be a fool. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear. Lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. Verse 7. Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Verse 8. Verse 8. For this thing I besought Yahweh thrice, that it might depart from me. Mm-hmm. Verse 9. So, so, so what do this word mean, T-H-R-I-S-E? He said, I thought Yahweh, he said, Satan has put a, he above me and put a thorn in my side. What Satan done was dim his eyes, and he sought Yahweh the third time for it. So if he, if, if he, uh, strike means Depart from me. Verse 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Yahweh the Son may rest upon me. Verse 10. Go ahead. Verse 10. But see, hey, hey, listen, young man, you, you got to be paying attention because the point we're trying to bring out, it's not a lot of reasons. But we mm-hmm. bring out a point. It's showing you that when Paul saw Yahweh Christ, and once he done it, Yahweh responded to him to let him know my grace and what will happen to you. Is, don't worry, I got your back. You take care of your business. So Yahweh responded to him. Mm-hmm. It was very serious for Yahweh to respond because you and I already called him twice. I uh, thought he heard him twice. 
But Yahweh respond twice. So on the third time, this is what the word means. Yahweh responded to him, let no. You know, you want me to remove that ailment on you? No, I'm not going to do it. I want you to carry that thorn in you. Because, because of the reason why he said that, Mama, in 13 chapter, hey, Mother E, it's the reason why he said that to him. See, sometimes Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is. It'll tell you mm-hmm. all your answers. Sometimes you think, well, I wonder why this ain't, you know, why this ain't, why this getting at me. Sometimes y'all want to do some things for you to do some some serious understanding and give him all the praises and the glory to everything, whatever state you find yourself in. We're going to the eighth chapter, mother. And we're going to look at uh, verse number one to Acts chapter 8. And we're going to pick it up at, is that what I want? What I want. What I want. I think I'm going to um, make it nine. Take it, M.O.V. Make, make that the ninth chapter. I'm on um, verse one. Verse one and skip down to verse number 16. Okay. Okay. Acts chapter 9, verse 1 and verse 16. Verse 1 reads. Yeah, yeah, 1 and um, 16. And saw so, yet bearing, bearing, breathing, 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 breathing. Hey, Marie, hold on, Marie. He was um, summoning, bumming, huffing, and puffing. He had it. He was breathing. He was breathing. You were puffing and puffing, but that's what he was doing. Go ahead, read. Okay. Uh, Acts chapter 9, verse 1. And saw it, yes, breathing out, threatening, and slaughter against the disciples of Yahweh, went unto the high priest. Verse Mm -hmm. 16. And I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Yeah, mother. See, some, some of us are tired to do what, mother? What? See, some, some of us are tired to suffer for his name's sake. See, oh, yeah, remember. Right. Now, hold that point there. See, now let's go to Revelation chapter 5 there, young line. Yes, sir. Brother, we're going to try to figure verse 1. See what we get, what we got to understand something in Revelation five one. Let's do a little read. Let's look at Revelation chapter five and pick up verse one. All right, we're going to entire prophecy. Revelation chapter five, verse one reads, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within. And on the backside seal was seven seals. Stop right there. And what that mean? Completion. No, it means it is done. It is I mean, done. It is completed. done. It is done. It is done. But it means it is done. 
It is. It is done. It is done. It is done. Now you can say the word completion. So this book that he had in his hand, it is. It is done. It's complete. That's it. What? It is done. Watch that seven. Seven seal written on his backside. Seven. Seven means it is done. It's complete. That's over with. That's it. That means no alteration. The book is is being sealed now. So the father is through. He 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 asked nobody. Um, such a thing. No no no. It's over with. The Sabbath means it is done. That's it. Never forget that. The Sabbath means it is done. When we complete the Friday night to Saturday night, this worship day. It is done. It, it is, is done. Whatever they do the next day after that day on their own, they got to do it. Why? It's done. Once the top part and the bottom part of the Sabbath day over, it is done. It ain't no it done. alteration day. It's over with. If you're not keeping the Sabbath day, it's over with. You ain't got no worship day. According to the Bible, because it is done. The Sabbath mm-hmm. means it is done. Well, you know, where I go, I go to worship on the first day of the day of the sun. Well, they got to do it the Bible because the Sabbath means it is done. That's it. You see, remember one thing. Yahweh is going to reveal everything through this ministry. And the field of job is to get to the one that's going to just teach the thing. Understanding you got to Educate those that come in contact with you. Seven means it is done. It is done. Like John Lyon said, the completion is over with. So if you didn't worship on the seventh day, you might you're just wasting your time doing it on any other day. You're wasting your time. Well, I worship my with on two. Well, you can do what you want to do. But you didn't keep the Sabbath day. Seventh day that means it is done. Correct. Now so we found out that this book was completed. Skip down to verse number six there, young line. The book of Revelation, chapter five, verse six reads, And I beheld the Lord in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having Seven horns, it is done, completion. And seven eyes, it is done, completion. But the seven spirits of Yahweh sent forth unto all the earth. So he had exactly, he had completed that work on the mental spirits. Everything was completed. The seven eyes, that is a sign of completion. So he already had. His ducks in a row. So when he sends them seven eyes on you, all of them, boy, it was com- when one check you up and one don't do right, second, behind it, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. So you're going to bring Yahweh back a complete report because the first, Yahweh, all the way through, that's how he got the same. Sold down. 
See, he, oh, why he don't complete his work. See, his work has been done. It's just you got to find out if you're doing the work you're supposed to do. His work has been done. So what he did for man, woman, and the race of the people, there's no alteration on it. It's been done. All right. So now you keep that in your mind. The seven means it has been done. It is completion. So now let's run and look at Matthew. Young line. We're going to Matthew yes, chapter 26, verse 34 and 74. We're going to Matthew, St. Matthew's 26, verse 34. Listen good at this, and 74. Yes, sir. Going to book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 34 and 74. Matthew chapter 26, verse 34, reads, Yahweh the Son said unto him, Truly, I say unto you, that this night before the clock crows, you should deny me thrice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 74. Verse 74. Verse 74. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man, and immediately the clock crows. Yeah. Verse 75. You see that? I think you're lying. You want to read them? You want to get your point? You see that? He said, he told yes, Peter, sir. Peter talking about a good story. He was Peter before the cock crowed twice. I mean, three times. You're going to deny me three times. So he ain't that in, in, in from mm. six to nine on up. They can't say, you, you, you was with him, you was this, you this. So he nodded him three times. Three times completion and serious. Serious completion, too. But the seven is a seven is is old. So keep one thing in your mind. So just like it's creation, you got so long to do so long. When that hour hit, there ain't number seven thousand year of creation. Man can have a hundred trillion million years all he wants. Man gone. He ain't gone past seven. That's it. Oh, yeah, boy. And, and guess what? You're so close to it. According to um, what we going to, like, hey, mother, let's, let's let's show you how close we are. Let's go to the book of Hosea, mother. We're going to sixth chapter of Hosea. See, that's why now we know Yahweh is making his move through this ministry. But we have to be prepared now. We can't be following around. We got to be prepared to be prepared to help them. You got to know what this thing means. Remember, the Bible is cold, cemeteries, dark sand. All that's in the Bible. But explain to those that got ear to hear that's led by Yahweh. So now, 
to meet them where they're at and show them the word of Yahweh. Everything been told out to be built up. But Yahweh way. Now what are we going to now? Now what you read? Psalm chapter 90, verse 4. Okay. Verse 7. Is that right? Oh, Psalm chapter 90. Let me make sure that, um, yeah, it's 90. But we want to make sure chapter 90, mother. Yeah, you're on point now. No question about it. On Psalm chapter 90, we want to we wanna look at a verse number. Four. What's that four? Take it, take it there, our mother. Psalm chapter ninety, verse four. For a oh. thousand years in your sight, are but as yesterday, when it is paid, and as a watch in the night. Uh so Yahweh counts days as a thousand years. It's no different. So he, so one day in his ass, a thousand years, all of them, it don't mean that he already know how far this creation's going to go. One day is like a thousand years. We read that Yahweh the son saying two days he has torn. Third day he's going to raise you up. But what two days? He's 4,000 years from Adam. Four days from Adam. He's been gone for 2,000 years. That's six days. That's what you in. You're in the valley. This thing, this thing can close out as quick as you can. Because it's not going, it's not going to pass seven. It is done at seven. That's it. So the clock is just like the cool. Uh, the clock is the bird that makes the noise on a certain hour. Listen, you right at the door. Oh, I got to put a rabbit out there. Matter of fact, you don't mind. Let me out. Yes, sir. Let me out at 24. See, we just don't know. And that's why we got to take our time to figure this thing out. Because, and we got to be prepared not to just read about the scriptures. We have to be able to break it down for those who want to hear and say, oh, that's where we at. So, in Matthew 24 there, young line, we're going to Matthew 24, and we're going to look at around about verse number Take it at verse 30. And we'll take it out of verse 36. Take your time, young line, because we're trying to edify the national audience, not see it ourselves. So we're going to take our time and, and bring this out. Because they need to know that when Mother read Hosea, chapter 6, he has been gone for two days. One day with him is like a thousand years. Hey, Mother, Mother, give me a precept on that. Give me Jackson Peter 3, verse 8. So, eight, nine, a precept. so when Peter pulled this, see, Peter pulled this verse. Peter, he pulled this verse, Mother. So, every time a, a thousand years go past, is like a day. In his life. 
six thousand six days have already gone past since he's been gone. Mother, we ride in the Sabbath day now. When the Sabbath day over, it ain't no more after that. So, like we said earlier, if you're not worshiping on the Sabbath day, you're just wasting your time. It ain't no days after the Sabbath day. You get up to do something on what day? No. It ain't no days after the Sabbath day. See? So if you're not working on the Sabbath day, you just tell mom, hey mom, Uncle Buck, you're just wasting your time. It's been done. For us worship, for us worship, yeah, been. it's done. And this thing going to be completed at the, before, at the end of the Sabbath day, it's going to be completed. We don't know, all we know, we're in the Sabbath day. When it's going to end, we don't know. But we know it's not going to hit eight. It's, I mean, eight and hit one. Start all over. It ain't no start all over again, Mother. Mother, it ain't no start over again. You can the last day. They keep telling you about the last day, but they ain't explaining it to you right. Y'all part of son been gone for two days. One day with him is like a thousand years. He was born 4004, I mean, born 4 BC. He was four days from his son Adam. 4,000 years now. That's four. He's been gone 2,000 years. That's it. What come out to six? Seven. We in it, mother. That's why we're saying the moves that you see in the forces of the is like me. We just wrapping this thing up. So it's no accident that now we got to come together and be prepared for the floodgate. And that's why he made provision to tear everything down. Now we're going to see who can roll his sleeves up and, and build it up. No, you know what got to be done? We got the land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Got to win. A be built. Mm-hmm. Bank of all got to be built. And a radio station mm-hmm. got to be built. It's all mm-hmm. down. You ready for it? Everything is gets before you. Now, that, give me that, uh, young line. Swing over and give me that 40 verse 4 of Jeremiah. And then yes, we bring our elder in the broadcast. And our elder, you know, I out is speaking in Jesus. And he'll be ready to tell you all about this broadcast. Remember, no class tomorrow. But remember the young lines that be on Pal Talk from 8 o'clock and until the message is laid out before you. He'll tell you all about that later. So now, what, did, what was told to Jeremiah by the big dignitary upon the king Nebuchadnezzar? What was said in 40 verse 4 there, young line? What was said? The book of Jeremiah, it says, chapter 40, verse 4 reads, And now, behold, I loose you this day from the chains which were upon your hand. If it seem good unto you to come with me unto Babylon, come, and I will look well unto you. But if it seem ill unto you to come with me unto Babylon, for bear, behold, 
All the land is before you. Whether it seems good and convenient for you to go, here, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all land before you. But, but, but what did um, uh, a mental Satan want to do? Come go to Babylon. But what did Yahweh throw the fear behind that? And, and um, what, what did Yahweh say in Zacharias? Yes, sir. The book of Zechariah, the seer, chapter 2, verse 4 to 7. Zechariah, chapter 2, verse 4 reads, And said unto him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Judah should be inhabited as towns without walls for the multitude of men and cattle therein. Verse 5. For I said, for I said, Yahweh will be unto her a wall of fire round about, and will be the glory in the midst of her. Verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north, said Yahweh, has spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven, said Yahweh. Verse 7. Deliver yourself, O Judah, that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. Hey, that's a, where, where, where the children of Israel at again, that young man? Where, where they at according to verse number seven? In Babylon. They, daughter they of Babylon. What? They, they drown. It says, deliver well. thyself. Live with the daughters of Babylon. So you see that? Tonight. So guess what? You pay. Guess who you pay your bills to? The daughters of Babylon. You see what you do? Deliver yourself. It's on you. It's on you to deliver yourself. Old Judah. That live with the daughters
We're just going to read. We're just going to read. Verse number seven. We want to read slowly to make a point. We don't need all of it. We just want to find. We want to find out with a precept. If the United States of America is this Babylon today, we can find out. Starting verse seven. The Book of Psalms. Chapter 137, verse 7 reads, Remember, O Yahweh, the children of Esau. Stop it there. Stop it there. Read that again. They like the way you read it. Take your time, young line. You own something. Psalms 137, verse 7 reads, Remember, O Yahweh, the children of Esau. Verse 8. Verse 8, O daughter of Babylon. Who's ought to be destroyed. Ain't that something? Now read that on your own like you sitting there with those who got here. Now read that and Mother Z said, I don't got to have Mother E don't got to have so now read that and let me see how you just really deal with that. The fear have laid the foundation. The elder can back those fear up. Now we want to see you deliver this right here and just get rich. Take care of business according to what you just heard to soundly help the Latter-day Saints out that's come out of Utah. Come on. All right, Psalms, chapter 137, verse 7 and verse 8. Psalms 137, verse 7 reads, Remember, O Yahweh, the children of Esau. Verse 8, O daughter of Babylon, who ought to be destroyed. Now I got to have 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 now, I know you should be proud of your young line, how they deliver that knockout blow. They deliver that knockout blow with, like, like you're going to the past, you a, a, a nice um, shot of rum, and they say, do you want it with a tape? No, no, I want it straight. I want it straight. Oh, yeah. I want to kick on my throat. See, I don't want no tape with it. I want it straight. Now, we just got it straight. That's how you straighten or show soundly that the daughter, the children of Esau, is the daughter of Babylon. You took at it with straight, no taste. Elder, you're clock, take your time. The world listening over 900,000 clusters on the international side. On part number six, take your time and do your part. 
Well, once again, Yaqua, bless you, see you as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. I'm on a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing. Because listening to the word of Yaqua does, I should say, solve the mystery in the mind of many. I just left a meeting not long ago, and you would actually be surprised that, you know, most of the preachers, what they do, after listening to them when they run a sermon, they're, they're not, they're dictating and expect for you to receive what they say. Is there a difference between dictating and informing? You bet your life it is. Because when you inform some word, now you're teaching, not demanding. That's what dictating is. And it's easier to go across. You know, there was a verse in the Bible trying to think of where it was at. I think it was in the book of Acts, chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. 31 said, and he said, well, we're going to make that 30 and 31. I was trying to do it by memory, but it's 30 and 31. 30 says, and Philip ran tither to him. And heard him read the prophet Elias and said, Understand thou what thou readest? 31. And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired that Philip would go up and sit with him. Well, that's when the learning starts. When you sit with someone that knows the word, you're doing what we say, rehearse the righteous act. And in doing such, you learn from rehearsing the righteous act with someone that knows, not someone that's dictating the issue, what you should know, but informing you of the word. This is why we're here all the time to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bumping gums for righteous learning and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. As you know, we come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, and first and foremost about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the books, your health, foods you should eat, and keeping a Sabbath days. We do this because you have not, and it's the information that you came to seek, and you've now found that in the voices of the Trezorites, tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you for this learning from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. On the normal days of Monday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, we're not having a class on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class starts at 12 p.m., and the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. We also have a website address, which can be used by opening up any one of your smart devices and click any, open up any one of your smart devices and right on the search line put tribeyada.com and after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com Right under the big line, you'll see some choices. One being the ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. 
However, on any other device, you might see menu. When you click this, again, you'll see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings. In doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, you tenants of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone when you're doing this to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. Now, this is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dusty's Yahweh alive. Also, for building the school, vacancy on a continuing basis is needed more than ever. For building a banquet hall, a radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program, Hallelujah Yahweh. We even have a calendar. While you're there, check out our calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is available during our broadcast time. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadav. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Now, we also have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua and mine. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, we'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact this year via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigarette Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen, even now in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's besides setting up the broadcast before broadcast time. Almost too much to remember. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if that question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear discouraging Delta. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our today's program, you can listen to the entire recorded show at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time is repeated after 10.30. To do this, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on Look for the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadah. Choose the program that you were late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Another note before we go, we'd like to let you know that during our normal broadcast, 
We're also simultaneously transmitting on telephone. Talk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer, even your smartwatch. Just download the Taltalk app. We'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the true Israelites driving your dial. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Where Yahweh's Word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs, along with the Seer Israel, writing as shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topics or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if our talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on talk talk. Yaqwah be with you all. But a continuing reminder I always give. When we're given the scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So those words of Yaqwah will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaqwah. And so we continue so we can continue to do that. We'll turn our program back over to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yaqwah. All right, yeah, that was excellent. I'll do y'all well on that. That was excellent, Elder. One thing about it, we we know what's going on because we read this Bible. We're going to bless this ministry to read this Bible, too. Now, see, everybody was set up, and they had the whole book. After Yahweh has completed it. Now, Mother Eight, we're going to run over here to the eighth chapter of Revelation, end time prophecy, and we're going we're gonna to analyze something. So we clear about, before you read that, give me the sixth chapter, Mother, and give me verse 12 and 17. Revelation 17. We're going to Revelation chapter 6, Mother, and we'll look at verse 12 and 17. Take your time and, and do your part there, Mother Eve. Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 and 17. Listen good. Come on. Look at Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 and verse 17. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was great earthquake, and the sun became black as black cloth of hair, and the moon became as blue. 17. For the man which is in the midst of the throne. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hello. Look at, look at 17, real chapter. Look at it, real chapter, verse 17. Oh. I'm trying to many pages. 14. Oh. Verse 17. But, but the great day of his wrath is come. And who shall be able to stand? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what, 
Chapter 24, yeah. verse 30 to 36. Okay, good. Excellent, 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 excellent young line. So after mother, give me, um, what you ready to give me, mother? Second Peter 3, 8 to 10. Yes, ma'am. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with Yahweh as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Verse 9. Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slack. But he but he but but is long suffering to us was, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. But the day of the but the day of the Yahweh will come as a thief in the night, and the watch and the watch the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the earthquake shall melt the furious heat. The earth shall. The earth mm-hmm. also, and the works that are therein will be burnt up. Oh. It will be what, Mother? Burnt up. Burnt up. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just like a woman in relation. She goes through all types of uh, pain until that final hour where something being read out. You got all type of quarter stop points. Now this pain gonna increase, it's gonna increase, it's gonna end. So what that mean? Hey Elder Mr. Till, can you pick it up at Revelation six? Verse number thirteen down to sixteen. Elder Mr. Till. We're gonna look at Revelation six. Thirteen 
Revelation 6, reading 13 to 16. 13 says, And the stars of the heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. 14. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. 15. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondsman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountains. 16. And said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. Remember, yeah, the sixth of those days till the sun be dark and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven should be shaken. Amen. Immediately after the tribulation those days after you mean we ain't going we ain't going to be up, up, and away gone. No, that's Christianity. That's right. That's right. It's going to be looking at you. As a matter of fact, let, let me show you how long Yahweh is going to look at you after tribulation. Uh, young lines go to the 14th chapter. We're going to find out exactly how long Yahweh is going to watch you. you know, do you know after the beat down? After. 
Jesse works. We can read there, young lion. We're going to the 14th chapter, and we're going to put that verse number. We're going to Revelation 14, young lion. Yes, sir. Titus. And we're going to pick it up verse number 6. And let's find what's going on in verse 6. Let's read a little bit. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to entire prophecy. Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 reads, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting covenant to teach us to them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Uh-huh. Verse seven. Right. Right. Saying with a loud voice, fear Yahweh right. and give, and give glory to him, for the hour mm-hmm. of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountain of water. And say with a loud voice, say Yahweh, and get glory to him now for the hour of his judgment has came. The angels, the angels going to warm things up. One gives something, two, three, four, five, six. And when the six angels done his thing, He's still doing something. I want to find out what he's doing. I want to find out what happened next. Now, verse 8. Revelation chapter 14, verse 8. And there follow another angel saying, Babylon is falling, is falling. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. You see what he's saying? Babylon and Paul. So this can't be ancient Babylon. Remember, John is writing in here after. Oh, yeah, well. so that, what Babylon got to fall? The Babylon of the great United States of America. We read well when you see Babylon in the Revelation, it's talking about the great United States of America. It got to fall. It got to fall. But we read but in John's day he writes the fall of Babylon, the daughter of Esau, coming to an end. Mm-hmm. No more room. See, what we got to understand, no more rule. When Babylon go down at the end of ruling, they will not be running them no more. Mm-hmm. It will be some individuals, because they got to have some individuals um, for that for hell. And 60 verse 12, can you help me out? In Isaiah 
See, you got to have and Esau, but you will not be in rulership anymore. Let's read that in 60 verse 12. Elder, Mr. Tills, go to Isaiah 60 verse 12, and we'll read still down to about 16, no more than 18. Let's go and read so we can be clear that when Babylon go down, exactly they got a job to do. Let's find out what job they have to do. We're going to find out here in the 60th chapter, verse 12 out of verse 16. Come on. Read Isaiah, chapter 60, from 12 to 16. 12 says, For the nation and the kingdom, for the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. 13. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, and the fir thee, the pine tree, and the box together, to the beauty, the place of um, my sacrifice, and I will make the place of thy feet glorious. 14. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Yahweh, the Zion of the righteous one of Israel. 15. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an internal excellence, a joy of many generations. 16. Though shall also suck the milk of the Gentiles, and stalk suck the breast of kings, and thou shalt know that I am the Yahweh, and thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. Well, I'll read verse 14 again, Elder. 14. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Yaquab, the Zion of the righteous one of Israel.
What time y'all learn? A great while to come. Great while to come. This is what great while to come. This is beyond great while to come. This is what great while to come. John was writing in 96 AD. Samuel was writing way back there. David was talking about what you telling me. This is what great while to come. Now to come. This ain't happened yet, y'all. Babylon have failed. The nations have not bowed down to your to your feet. Matter of fact, the nations haven't done a uh, error. Forty nine verse twenty and twenty three of Isaiah. I need to get a precept on that. Hey y'all, Mr. Tills, Israel. Forty nine, twenty two and twenty three. Can you have to say out there? And Isaiah if they're gonna bow down to you, what they're gonna be doing that we can read. And we know we read in five one the book was completed. So that ain't happened yet. So when they bow down to you and time to come to you, what is they gonna be doing, Elder, according to forty ninth chapter, forty two and twenty three? What they gonna be doing, Elder? Isaiah forty nine verses twenty two and twenty three. 22 says, Thus says the Yahweh, Behold, I will lift up mine hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard to the people. And they shall bring thy sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. 23. And kings shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy nursing mothers. They shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth, and lick up the dust of thy feet and thou shalt know that I am the Yahweh for they shall not be ashamed that wait for me Hallelujah Oh you mean they will remember the Bible's in cold allegories comparing something with something so when we go read the 14th chapter Young line, uh, yes, one through and twenty-one. We, we, you know, it, it just, it just make makes sense. So we now we find out that one day, all of the other nations, whoever do make it out of the nation, they will not be in joint rulership with you, twelve tribes of Israel. This is the responsibility you got to do. Bow down to us. And do what again in verse 23, Elder? Can you read, Elder? Can you read that verse 23 again? Now, we know you're going to bow your knee. We clearly read that already in verse 14. But according to 49, 23, what else in the bowing of the knee that we can read, Elder? What is that? Verse 23. Verse 23 says, And the king shall be thy nursing father. And their queens, thy nursing mothers, they shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth and lift up the dust of thy feet. And thou shalt know that I am the Yahweh, for there shall not be a shame that wait for me. You see the man saying? He said, you're not going to be ashamed if you wait for me. This is what you got coming. 
He letting you know if you just hold you like mother. Mother, he always leaves majority of the time and tell you to hold on. Hold on for what? For this. Don't break rank for this. He's saying, my book is completed in Revelation 5, 1, and everything in there, you got, everybody got to play their role all the way up. You know, like the, the producer, uh, the stream, the script writer, you know, he'll, he'll give you a, hey, you know, this part, this part was great for you to play this part. You can play this part better than anybody. Okay. Don't you know the whole world is a stage and everybody's playing their part? I was old record. Mm-hmm. All we doing is playing out the part. It, it's been done already. All we doing is watching it unfold itself. This is what it's going to be. It ain't no alteration after seven. It has been done. So when the son grabs the book in the fifth chapter, everything have been done. All you got to do now is you study your your role he wants you to play. You know, like, you see, I'm like, you watch that one out there, and you say, that was a great movie. Why they play that, that, that cowboy and Indian to the beat, to the, to the, to the nitties. It looked great when they played it. Everybody played their part. Listen, mm-hmm. you got a part to play too. Hey, help me out there, young lion. Give me two, give me four, 12 through 14, the book of Esther. Esther 4, 12 through 14. What does that say, young lion? What title? Okay, going to the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. All right, we're going to the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. Esther, chapter 4, verse 12. And they told Mordecai, Esther words, verse 13. Then Mordecai command to Esther, Esther, think not with yourself that you shall escape in the king's house more than all of Yadda Judah. Verse 14, for if you altogether hold your peace at this time, then should there enlargement and deliverance arise to Judah from another place, but you and your father's family should be destroyed. And who knows whether you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So, what is he saying? Hey, uh, mother, what is he saying in 90 verse 7, 95, 94 verse 7? Hey, mother, what, what is he saying? Hey, hey mother, now in the book of Psalms, mother, I don't know what is he saying. So sometimes we have to find out what is he saying. In now the angel is showing up today. So in 95 verse 7 down to 11, hey, Mother E, can you go see our mother? Mother E in 95. 
Okay. The book of Psalms, chapter 95, verse 7 to 11. The book of Psalms, chapter 95, verse 7. He is the Yahweh, our Yahweh. His judgments are in all the earth. Verse 8. He has remembered his presence forever. The word is with you. Hey, Mother. Look at 95, verse 7. Read. Psalm 95, verse 7. Read. Oh, Psalm 95. I think some people want to Psalm 95. 95, verse 7. Okay. One chapter ninety five, verse seven. Let me write this down. Psalm chapter ninety five, verse seven to eleven. Verse seven. For he is our Yahweh, and we are the people of his house, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, verse eight. Harden not your mind as in the as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse nine. When your fathers tempted me, provoked me, and and saw my work. Verse ten. Forty years long was I Read with this generation and say it is a people that do error in their mind and they have not known my ways. Verse 11, unto, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Uh, why do you know, mother? They're not going to make it, Mother, because get the national audience out, and, and here's the reason why they're not going to make it. Verse 7, Mother. Okay. Because uh-huh. they don't hear his voice. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Okay, you want me to read it? What? Yes, ma'am. Psalms chapter 95, verse 7. For he killed our Yahweh. And we are his people. And we are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear my voice, verse 8, verse 8, harden not your mind 
as in the day of publication. How long, how old you are, where you've been, and what you have got your degrees in. Today, you can make a change today. It ain't but one family of people that's not going to hear us today. And who that elder is going to the 12th chapter of 1617? It ain't for one family come? of people that is not going to hear today. Hard not to hear. One family of people is not going to hear. Who that elder in the first number, Hebrews 12, 16 and 17? Who's not going to hear? Let's talk about elder, Hebrews chapter 12. 16 and 17. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, looking at verses 16 and 17, where 16 says, Least there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. 17. For you know that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. You see that? So there ain't but one family of race that's going to take it all the way in. I don't mm-hmm. care how you see them friend today. I don't care how you see the year today. The book was completed. And in the completion of the Bible, it says, it's going to be a people race that will not as a as a, make a total, a total what? A elder, a total what? Give me Ezekiel 33, 15. Now, now have this happened already? Or is, it, or, or is it to come? So here goes, and look what Yaqua is saying. He leave it open in 3315, Elder. He left it open by the seer Ezekiel. What he said in 3315, Elder. Elder, look at the seer of Israel. Ezekiel 3315, what did it say? 15 says, If the wicked restore the pledge, Give again that which he had robbed. Walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live. He shall not die. Now you see that? Now, and he a merciful Yahweh. He give the wicked an opportunity to give back what you have robbed, what you have stolen. Give it back. Confess that you have been You've been, you've been, um, help me out, help. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1, 21 and 22. See, so the doors is open for the wicked. Stay with it. This is Yahweh Gallon Cato place. If you do this, repent, give back what you have robbed. You're not going to die. You're going to live. That's up to you. There it is. But you got to. Repent, you got to tell, you got to get on your national 
one of our babies and say, look, we have stole, robbed, cheated, we've done everything to the true children of Israel. We want, we got to give them back their position, and we got to take, we got to give them back for our position. Then y'all probably say you're going to live. Hey, Marie, ain't that nice? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. 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 Proverbs 11, verse 1, 21, 22. Okay, Proverbs 11. Read verse 21 and 22. Read verse 1. Read verse 1, then skip down 21 and 22. Okay, 1, 21, and 22. One says, a false balance is abomination to the aqua, but a just weight is his delight. 21. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. 22. As a jewel of gold and a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without this discretion. Mm-hmm. Read verse 21 again, Elder. 21 again? Yes. 21, says, 21. 21 says, Thou hand, join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. He said he say you can call Father Flagan and, and the President and and Trump. Put them all together, the whole hand. Walk down the street. The wicked got to pay the price. You see the man saying? Although you don't mm-hmm. hand in hand. You know you watch it, you know all the movies, everybody hand in hand, rainbows. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to pay. You got to not give me, not give me what I need. You got to line in that fourth chapter, 1 through 7 and 21. But not give me that Psalm 14, 1 through 7 and 21. So regardless about where you know um, the role that she playing, he playing, they get the coordinators and whatever, you still got to confess. What this Bible saying? I thought we could join united as one in front of that faith, in front of that one eye faith. But what is that again in verse 21, Elder? Elder, Elder, read that again, Elder. Okay, verse 21. 21 says, Though hand and join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed wow. of the righteous shall shall be delivered. The seed of the righteous wow. shall First be delivered. One. Hey, yo, why? Verse 1. Verse 1 says, A false witness is abomination to the aqua, but a just weight is his delight. You see that? A false witness says, the children of the, of the Jews is back in the land in, the land in 1948. Jew is a corrupt word for Jewish. What 
Isaiah to see it, chapter 14, verse 21. Prepare slaughter for his children, for the sins of their fathers, that they do not rise, nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with thee. Hey, they talk. So, uh, Mother, Mother E, that's they talk, Mother E. And Jeremiah, chapter 50, can you get those three out in verse 22, Mother? Jeremiah 50, verse 22. Jeremiah chapter 50. Mm-hmm. 22. Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 22 reads. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 22. And 
Bring it out. You got a line for the world to hear. You deliver the knockout blow and it goes to here. 35, 1 through 15, come on. The book of Ezekiel the chapter 35, verse 1 through 15. Ezekiel the Seer, chapter 35, verse 1. Read. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse 2, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir, Esau, and prophesied against it. Verse 3. And said to it, Thus said Yahweh, Behold, O Mount Seir, Esau, I am against you, and I will stretch out my hand against you, and I will make you most desolate. Verse 4, I will lay your cities waste, and you should be desolate, and you should know that I am Yahweh. Verse 5, Because you had a perpetual hatred, and that shed the blood of the family of Israel, children of Israel, by the force of the sword, in the time of their calamity, in the time that their sin had an end. Verse 6, Therefore as I live, said Yahweh, I will prepare you unto blood, and blood should pursue you. Said, You have not hated blood, even blood should pursue you. Verse 7, Thus will I make Malseer Esau most desolate and cut off from it him that passeth out and him that returneth. Verse 8, And I will fill his mountains with his slain man in your hills and in your valleys and in your rivers that have fallen. There are slain with the sword. Verse 9, And I will make you Perpetual desolation in your cities should not return, and you should know that I am Yahweh. Verse 10, because you have said these two nations, these two countries should be mine, and we will possess it, whereas Yahweh was there. Verse 11, therefore, as I live, said Yahweh, I will even do according to my anger in accordance to my envy, which you have used out of your hatred against them, and I will make myself known among them when I have judged you. Verse 12, and you should know that I am Yahweh, and that I have, ha- and that I have heard all your blasphemy, which you have spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, They are laid desolate. They are given us to consume. Verse 13, Thus with your mouth you have boasted against me, and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard them. Verse 14, Thus said Yahweh, With the whole earth rejoicing, I will make you desolate. Verse 15, as though, as you did rejoice in the heritage of the family of Israel, because it was desolate, so what I do unto you, you should be desolate. All Malseer, Esau, and his five sons, even all of it, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Uh, 
read just so excellent. I just read back and John Samaritan just. So what are you trying to tell us, mother? A mother in Sarah, they find me the book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 12 through 15, Elder Steele. What it says in Amos 9, 12 through 15, after mother, a mother, a mother, what do it say in Sarah, 17, 12, mother, what does it say? Sarat chapter 17, verse 12. Let me take the book. Okay. Yeah, 17, verse 12. What, what do you say there, Mother? What does Sarat 17, 12 say? The book of Sarat chapter 17, verse 12. He made an everlasting covenant with them, and showed them his judgment. Verse 13. Verse 13. Their eyes was, their eyes saw the majesty of his glory. Majesty. Majesty of his glory. And their ears heard his glorious voice. Verse 14. And he said unto them, Beware of all unrighteousness. And he gave every man a commandment concerning his neighbor. Verse 15. There, there were, there ways, there ways. Are, there ways are ever before him and shall not be hid from his eyes. Verse 16. Every man from his youth. Hold on, mother. So he said, he's done some things, mother. And he said something. And we're going to read one verse, Mother. He said something. And we're going to look at one verse. Look at that verse again in verse 17. 17, 17. What is that in 17, 17, Mother? To write 17, 17. Yeah. To write 17. Verse 17 reads. But in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people. But Israel is the Yahweh's portion. Uh, uh, Yahweh. Come back to verse 12, Mother. Come back to verse 12. Verse 12. He made an everlasting covenant with them, Israel, his people, and showed them his judgment. So you said we, so, so we got it. We 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 got excuse, mother. He says, "You is portion Israel. We gonna make an everlasting covenant. He gonna still deal with you." Mm-hmm. 
I give me Second Timothy one seven, mother. So now he told Paul, and Paul told Timothy and Titus, what? One verse seven. What did he say we can read, mother? And Second Timothy one verse seven. What can we read? Okay, seven Timothy. One verse seven. Mm-hmm. Verse 10. 2 Timothy, 1 verse 7. Okay. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. Okay. Well, Yahweh had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of fine mind. Mm-hmm. Well, Mother, so, so if we walking around being all shaky jake and don't understand, you know, and we all and we always looking out the corner of our eyes, and Yahweh say, I didn't give you that spirit. So if you mm-hmm. got that spirit you all the time, you shake your face. He said, I didn't give you that, that spirit you got on you. I didn't give you the spirit of, of fear. I mm-hmm. gave you, you know, I gave you a power. So if we shake your face and know that we got this, this blow, this man to close this thing out, and we don't deliver and have the right deal by doing it, and we got fear on every side, he said, I didn't give it to you. Right when your son, the daughter come on, where you get that from? I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't give you that. Where you get it from? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it from. Well, take it back. Cause I didn't give you that. So if I didn't give you that, that means I don't want you to have that. Right? Mm-hmm. The we got on now. He said, I didn't give it to you. Then who, then who gave you that, that fear? That fear attack? They, the devil. You gotta take mm-hmm. away. Come on, Elder. Mm-hmm. But still, come on, Elder. And um, look at that Amos chapter 9, verse 12 through 15. Let's do this, Elder. Okay, looking at uh, Amos chapter 9, 12 through 15. Yeah, pick up verse 11. I'll pick up the first 11 and oh. we'll make it sound good. Speaking of verse 11, just to make it sound good, 11 down to 15. Okay. Let's see, can we understand this thing? Yes, sir. Let's, let's see what's going on between 11 down and verse 15. Let's see. Uh, starting from verse 11 to 15. In that day, I will rise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, and close up the breaches thereof, and I will rise up his ruins. I will build it. I will build it as in the days of old, 12, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the heathen which are called by thy name, saith the Yahweh that doeth this. 13, behold, the days come, saith the Yahweh, that the plowman shall take over the reaper and the treader, the treader of grapes, him that saw seed, and the mountains shall drop sweet wine 
and all the hills shall melt. 14. And I will bring again the captivity of my people of Israel, and they shall build up the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. 15. And I will plant them upon their land, and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given them, saith the Yahweh, the Yahweh. Are uh, uh, mm-hmm. read verse 12 again, Al. What verse 12 says again, Al? 12 to 15 again. No, just verse 12. Oh, verse 12. 12 says, That they may possess the remnant of Edom, and, all, and of all the heathen which are called by thy name, saith the Yahweh, that doeth this. Now, so... If Esau make it, it's only going to be a remnant. A remnant going to be making. And the heathen he's talking about is the northern kingdom. Everybody got the act together. The other nation that's called by his name. I mean, you want to get his name right. He said, now, but, but if you do make it, Esau, the want the remnant. You see what I'm saying? Verse twelve. Mm-hmm. That fish may know the remnant of Esau the five sons. And of all other other nations. If they make your you now when you be clear about your position. No Mm-hmm. 
Mother Eve. We want to go to Revelation chapter 8. Look at 1, 2, 5, and 9. Mommy, 1, 2, and 5. That's what we want, Mother. Mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 5. Mm-hmm. It says in Revelation 8. 1, 2, and 5. Where's your mother? Revelation chapter 8. Let's see, 1, 2, and 5. Revelation chapter 8, verse 1. And when he had opened the seven seals, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. Verse 2. And I saw the seven angels which stood before Yahweh and to them, and to them were given seven Verse 5. And the angel took the center and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there was voices and thunder and lightning and an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Now skip down to 9, down to mm-hmm. 16, Revelation 16, and 16, and 16, and 16, and 16, and and Creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ship was destroyed. And the third angel found, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the upon the third part of the river and upon the fourth of water. Verse uh, 13. Oh, I'll get you. Verse 13. Fill down to 16, Mother. Oh, okay. Verse 11. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the water became warmed, warm wood, and many men died of the water because they were made bitter. Verse 12, and the fourth angel found, and the third part of the gone was smitten, and the third part of the moon and the third part of the stars, so as the third part of them were darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. Verse 13, And I beheld and heard an anger 
angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to this inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voice of the trumpet. Are there are these three there? The trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Hey, 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 mother. Hey, mother. Mm-hmm. In the ninth chapter, verse 13 down to verse 16, the quote of David, what does it say? The ninth chapter. Chapter 9, 13 down to verse 16, what does it say? Revelation chapter 9. Verses 13 to 16. Revelation chapter 9, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard it was from the fourth horn of the golden altar, which is before Yahweh. Verse 14. Then to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river. He prayed. Verse 15. And the fourth angel was loose, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slain the third part of man. Verse 16. And the number of the armies of the horsemen were 200,000, and I heard the number of them. Uh-huh. So 200 million. So 200 million got delivered up in grandchild, mother. You get back on that Wednesday at 6 o'clock. But you see, on that six angel, so you see the killing is going to be started and it's going to be big. It will get higher. It's going to get rougher and rougher as the angels do what they say they're just doing. Mother, mm-hmm. if you're still calling grandchild, telling the national to hold on, what you want to say to them? Come on. <laughs> I just thank Yahweh for this class, and I thank Yahweh to be able to be in the class. I thank Yahweh for the teacher and for the listeners, and I just thank Yahweh because without Yahweh, we wouldn't have this. Hallelujah. 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 Now, Elder, Mr. Till, before you give your closing statement, Elder, let's go to um, Revelation chapter 10, and we'll look at verse number 4, Elder. And we're going to read down to verse 7 in the closing statement. Elder, Mr. Till, Revelation 10. Go down to verse 7 and close the statement there, Elder. You're on the clock, come on. 
Okay, you say Revelation 10, starting at verse 4 or 7, or yeah, starting at 7? 7. 9 verse 7. Okay, from 4 to 7. 4 says, And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which, have, which the seven thunders uttered. And write them not. Mm-hmm. Five. And the angel which I saw standing upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven. Six. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth, and the things that there are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer seven but in the days of the voice of the seven angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of Yahweh should be finished and he had declared to his servants the seers so when the seven angels sound the mystery. There's all things in the mystery. Everybody's saying it one way, but you're all, but according to verse 7, A.L., he told his mystery to the seer. Seers know his mystery. We know his mystery every day. But in the closing statement, A.L., what, what do the seer got to do at 316? Uh, Exodus in the closing statement, what would God do? Now, so we clear that he declared what's going to happen to the seer. Here's right there. The mystery. See, you thought it was about your pastor. No, it ain't. It don't work like that. You don't know the mystery is he told to his seers exactly how this thing going to be. We can tell you the whole third. We know what the seven means, the six means, and the three means. The gay Wednesday. But what the seer got to do with him in 316 of Exodus and close the statement? Exodus 316 says, Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The Yahweh of your fathers, the Yahweh of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. So the seer got to gather the elders, show what the Bible saying, and then you have to see him done his job. It's up to the elders to get to the teacher. It's up for the teacher to get to the father. It's up for the father to get to the mother. It's up for the mother to get to the children. So I've been told. But it's all out in the hands now from the seer to the elders. All right, elders, Mr. Seal of Israel, Cold Satan. Be back on that way Wednesday night. We'll be on Pale Talk tomorrow at 8. The closing statement is all yours. It'll take your time. Come on. Hallelujah. Well, from the beginning of our program, we have learned that deception can be in the voice of the mighty or the arrogant, as I said before. I found that out earlier today. You know, there is a unique difference between dictating and informing. 
Here we are informed of the word of Yahweh, and we learn to rehearse the righteous act, to learn his words, which is said in the book of John. And that, I wish to pass a blessing unto all the uh, listening people that came to the voice of the true Israelites, to the mothers, to the young lions, to the seer, and also myself. Yes, sir. When we read Luke 12, 14, you have to see out what's in Luke 12, 14. Yes, sir. Go on to the book of Luke, chapter 12. Verse 14, read. Luke chapter 12, verse 14. And he said unto him, Man, who had made me a judge or a divider over you? Is that Luke 12, 14, that young man? Luke chapter 12, verse 14, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was reading Luke chapter 12, verse 14. Yeah, well, I'm looking for another statement. I'm looking for one of something. How the son of man coming? Can you have to see? I'm kind of struggling right there. I don't know where I missed the verse at, but in Luke chapter 12, I want to hear the son of man coming. How is he coming? He's telling Luke how he was coming. And can you have to see? I'm kind of struggling right there, young man. Yahweh said he's coming, but what kind of way that we can read in Luke? All right. Chapter 12, he's talking about him coming there, young man. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I'm struggling right now about him coming. Luke 12. Mm-hmm. Can, can you see any way that he's coming at? I'm struggling right now with a son of man coming. I'm struggling right now, young man. Okay, I'm a uh, son of man coming. Get that. Well, I tell you what, we'll we'll get back on it Wednesday by them coming. Just going on the Are you talking about verse forty-three? Forty-three. That is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. The servant will come in a day. <clears throat> yeah. Well, of the servant will come in a day when. The, he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut mm-hmm. him in the thunder, and will depart yep. him his portion yep. with the unbeliever. Is that what you want? Okay, that's, well, that's good enough, Mother. And um, I'm going to add on to that by the young line in verse 49. Now, watch this 49. All right. You said verse 49? Yes, sir. Read Luke verse chapter 12. 37 and 49. 37 and 49. Luke 12, 37 and 49. Luke 12, 37 and 49. Luke chapter 12, uh-huh. verse 37, read. Blessed are those servants whom Yahweh, when he cometh, shall find watching. Truly I say unto you, that he should gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth 
and serve them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, and, and 38, what 38 says, and 38 got a, 38 and 39, it talks good. Now, you know what, 38 down to verse 40. 38 down to verse 40 says what, young man? Luke chapter 12, verse 38 to 40. Luke chapter 12, verse 38. And if he should come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them, so blessed are those servants. Verse 39. And this note, that if the good man of the house have known what hour the thief will come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. Verse 40. But be ye therefore ready also for the Son of of Man coming at an hour when when ye think not. So so he's fine. That's why he said at a third hour. That means he he was filled with him. He said, now you got to be ready. Verse 8 3. What what kind of ready that we can read, young line, in verse 8 3? He said, now listen. He's coming in the third hour. Three means yep. the experience. It is a completion. To get your attention, mm-hmm. he's done about this. The third hour he's coming. That is mm-hmm. serious completion. But it's not the final. It's to warn you to get right. But the Sabbath too late. Too late. So now, you got to be what kind of ready in 8, verse 3, there, young lion? First Ezra, chapter 3, verse 8. I mean, first Ezra, chapter 8, chapter 8, verse 3. This Ezra went up from Babylon as described, being very ready. Very ready. Listen, listen, Elder. You got to get them teachers very ready. You got to get them. Very ready. They got to be ready. The box tail have been lit. All four walls is down. It's time to build, fill up. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Everything's been torn out. Everything's wide open. We got to build up. We got to get them ready. It's on us to get them ready. It's on the hill to get the teachers ready. And the teachers got to get the fathers ready. Father, mm-hmm. I get the most ready. And most are your children ready. It's on. Verse 49. Listen good. All right. Verse 49. Luke chapter 12. Verse 49. I am come to set fire on the earth. And what will I if it be already kindled? He said, it's going to be already going off. But he said, he'll come and wrap it up. So he come in and to wrap it up. Now, again, before we, um, now help me out there, y'all, lines. It talks about in Revelation 14, or of the ninth chapter, it talks about how many months that he's going to walk this thing on both. He's going to walk this, and they're going to seek Jeff, but they're not going to be able to find it. He's going to watch it for how many months? Can you have to see out? Hallelujah. Revelation chapter, 
can you, what verse is that y'all line that we need? That Yahweh, remember, he says he's coming after the tribulation. He's coming after. So how many months are he going to watch the beat down that we can read? Y'all line? Bring that verse out in the fourth, in the ninth chapter, right? Or the 14th chapter. Which one are you going to bring out? Go ahead. All right. I believe it's in, I'm going to try the ninth chapter. I'm going to try the ninth chapter. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 9. I'm going to try the ninth chapter. Let's see. Okay. I, I, need, I need to know, uh, give me 24, 29 first. Just get warmed up in Matthew. Well, if you want to know, you talked about it in 24, 29. Then he tell you exactly how long he's going to watch you by the mouth of John. Yes, sir. All right, we're looking at uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 29, read. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, till the sun be dark, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens should be shaken. Good. So, so when is he coming according to his own mouth? When he coming there? You know what Okay, and that's our prophecy. After, immediately. Immediately after the tribulation. Immediately. So now let's find out how, how much time is the immediately after the tribulation that we can read. Let's go to the ninth chapter. Young lines, we're going to the ninth chapter, and we're we'll going to figure out verse number one. Let's find out exactly what's going on. Nine one is read down until we get our point. I guess how long he's going to watch these, his angels just, just run big time on you, because read a little bit, come on. The book of Revelation, chapter nine, verse one. And the fifth angel sounded. it. And I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Verse 2. And he opened the bottomless pit. And there arose a smoke out of the pit. As the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Verse 3. And there came out of the smoke locusts. Upon the earth, and unto them were given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. Verse four, and it was commanded them that they should not that that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have which have not the seal of Yahweh in their forehead. Verse 5. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented. Five months. Five months in their torment was the torment of the scorpion when he striking a man. Verse 6. Verse 6. And in those days shall man seek death. It shall not find it, and desire to die, 
and death shall flee from them. 3 verse 5 again. Revelation chapter 9 verse 5. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. You see that? So Yahweh is going to watch, and they're going to be more to die. He's not going to mm-hmm. let you die. You'll be like a, That's right. uh, a serpent striking a man. You, you, the pain is steaming so bad, you want to just give out of the world. He said, no. Death going to break out running high from you because you want mm-hmm. to pay the price. Let's go to Isaiah 6515. Mm-hmm. 65 verse 15 and you should leave your name for a curse until my chosen for Yahweh should slay you and call his servants by another name 
We're going to 65 mm-hmm. back up, and we'll close out with some of this. Let's sing it around by first number. Number of, uh, I say what, uh, read verse 66, verse 4. 66, verse 4, young line, let's we'll close out with this. 66, verse 4. All right. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 4. I also will choose their desolation and will bring their fears upon them because when I called, none did answer. And when I hold say, on, hold on, hold on, y'all line. I would choose their delusion. See, otherwise, you're going to think that you own mm-hmm. something. I'm going to let you continue to choose delusion. Take a time on that again. Delusion. I just.